0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode four of Let's Talk Dubs. On this episode, we're going to discuss, or I'm going to tell you guys the story of how the bus got on, the TV show Bull Run, how that whole process took place. I hope you find it interesting. It was a great time for me back then, since we're on the 10-year anniversary of Bull Run. So if you guys have any questions, make sure you go to the website at letstalkdubs.com and type in some websites in the comment section, send us some questions, and we'll be able to get you guys some answers. Uh, enjoy today what we're going to talk about is uh the bull run bus and how the bull run bus got its name so the bull run bus uh i built as i said in the last episode i built it finished it back in 2003 drove it around for a few years and uh, i remember watching an episode of uh, this tv show called bull run and it was on spike tv at the time and watching this show it was a really cool rally where all these teams and all different types of cars, I think in the first season there was like a, a Toyota Supra, or, no, or a Toyota Supra, 240 SX, um, a big Mopar, uh, you know, your, your typical cross section of what's out there in respect to aftermarket cars. So it was pretty cool. And the premise of the show was each team uh, would have to find these checkpoint cards, and the checkpoint cards would tell them what city they'd go to. They maybe have one or two checkpoints to go to then their final destination. And then the premise of the show was pretty cool that the last team, uh, the last two teams that come in automatically go into a challenge. Um, Then the winner, the first team that comes in, picks a third team. And then those three teams go into a challenge the next day. And whoever doesn't make it through the challenge ends up going home. So, um, it's an elimination show, it was pretty cool. What I liked about it the most is that the, all the different monikers of vehicles, that anybody that has a car, whether you, know, whether you drive a 1980 Chevy Citation, you know, anybody that's got a car thinks their car is the baddest car. Like they'll, they'll research all the highlights and, and good markings of it. And, and that's kind of what I liked about it, you know, that, uh, that it was to some extent a level playing field because it had to do more with your navigation skills than speed and more kind of being able to figure out the game. So it was pretty cool. I saw that at the end of this episode, Goldberg comes on and he says, you think you got what it takes to be on the show? Go on to bullrun.com and fill out the information and see if you got what it takes to be on Bull Run, you know, whatever. So I thought I was pretty hyped up after seeing this first episode. So I hop on my computer and I go up to bullrun.com or whatever the website was at the time, which I think that's what it was. And I register, you know, submit my vehicle to be on Bull Run. And <clears throat> this is probably 2006, sometime in 2006. So uh, I signed up, put the vehicle on there, put a bunch of specs on there, quarter mile time, or I don't, I don't remember what it was. It asked for all kinds of what makes your vehicle unique. I put some really cool pictures I had of the bus on there. And I thought for sure the bus, you know, was pretty different at the time. it would get some looks. And, uh, you know, I, I, don't even rec- I don't even recall if I finished watching the series. I think I may have, I'm not 100% sure. But uh, I remember watching it because you can buy that first series of Bull Run on Amazon. And uh, it's pretty cool to watch it. It's just a good, fun show. Um, and it's got a lot of stuff, like all reality TV shows, just stuff that creates controversy, which always gets you excited. And there's, you know, uh, you, you watch those TV shows for the people that you like as much as you watch them for the people that you don't like. So uh, it's pretty cool if you get a chance to check that out. Uh, I'll leave a link to where that's at below in the description also if you want to pick that up too. Um, So anyway, time goes by, life happens, whatever the case is. And then two years later, the week of Thanksgiving, I get an email. And it says, you have been one of the your vehicle has been selected as one of the 20 finalists for Bull Run. Upload an audition video, submit the audition video to this email address, and we'll get back to you and tell you what time we're coming down or the audition takes place. Um, Kind of description says, if you are ready to go, you and your teammate go on, finish this audition video. You are to be down here in Los Angeles on, the, it, I think it was the day after Thanksgiving. And so it said, get down here the day after Thanksgiving and the rally starts. If you get selected, we'll, we'll file it down from 20 finalists to 12 teams. And then the rally starts the next day. So later I found out when I was talking to the producers of the show, like, man, that was pretty intense the way you guys did that. And they said, well, we didn't want to waste time on people that were not really ready to go and be on the rally. So, uh, we get down to LA. Um, my brother and I, we tow the bus down. Now this is the same bus. If you remember from our last episode, this is the same bus that I put the finishing touches on it in the parking lot of the VW classic host hotel, the crown plaza at the time. I mean, you're talking, uh, I hung the fuel pump with a single self tapping screw and looped the fuel line around it. So I get the bus driving, and, and it was, uh, You know, anybody that knows me knows that once my vehicle is close enough to be running, I'm not going to lie. I get in, I'm driving it. I'll I'll worry about fixing the window latch later and these things. Like If I can go floss it, I mean, I hop in it, I get cruising, I go to wherever I got to go. And uh, people look at the car like, oh, that's cool. You're going to finish that? I'm like, yeah, sooner or later I'll finish that. But, you know, I'm more more passionate about getting behind my driving. I should kind of cool my jets a little bit every now and again, but it's just what I do. So... I'm not going to lie and act like I'm Mr. Perfectionist cuz if everybody knows me knows that that I just want to get to the good part which is driving. So so I get selected to be on the show. I'm leaving out some critical information here. I get selected to be on the show and I'm thinking, "Crap. Is my wife going to let me go? Like I like this is a pretty big deal and and the description says I need to plan to be away from my job and everything for 3 weeks. And um you know, I'm just kind of like thinking, you know, to myself, I'm thinking this is th- this is something I really want to do. I really, really want to do this. So, I kind of talked to the wife and I said, "Look, babe, you know, I uh, I got an opportunity to do this TV show. I don't. She's. I said, you know, we're not even on it for sure right now. So anything could happen. I could come home on Sunday. And meanwhile, I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, there's no way I'm coming home. I'm getting on, <laughs> I'm getting on this show no matter what. And so I talked to the wife and I said. Uh, what do you think? And she says, if this is something you really want to do, go for it. So I had her support, and that was pretty cool. So my next step was to find my co-driver. And so I instantly started going through in my head, like, who's going to go with me? And I think first, my buddy Scott. I'm going to call my buddy Scott. I, I know Scott can take the time off. You know, my brother George had just started a business, and, you know, it probably wouldn't have worked out for George. I'm thinking, I'll take Scott. And it's interesting how it didn't work out with Scott because – had I taken Scott, Scott and I's personalities are a little too we're a little too aggressive, and it would have probably turned out bad on the show for us. You know, um, you'll see later in the story why it kind of worked out. So, um, I talked to my buddy Scott. Scott Scott can't go. He's taking a test for his company to get some mortgage licensing and stuff, and so he can't leave. Um, I bring up my butt. I'm thinking like, who else has that kind of time? So my buddy Cliff. You might be familiar with his bus. He's got the uh, Cliff has the, uh, cookies, the bus. And so I call Cliff. I'm like, dude, I know you look, you work for the fire department. I know you can take three weeks off, dude. Let's go. Let's go do this thing. And he's like, man, I can't do it. He's like, there was just this whole thing that was going on with the fire department at the time and he could knock it away. So, um, my next call was like, George, there's nobody else. You got to go with me. Like, you've got to go with me. And so, um, I get a hold of George, we talk and, you know, he's real concerned about leaving to do the show and all this kind of stuff because he just started his new business. And I said, George, look, there's no better advertising you're going to get than this. I said, worst case scenario, George, we don't even get picked. We'll be back on Sunday. Um, Meanwhile, I'm thinking there's no way we're not getting picked, but I need a co-driver. I trust my brother. He's my, he's my, he's my best friend. He's my right hand guy. And uh, so I knew that we'd be able to work it out. So, I uh, told George, you know, just go with me. Let's just see what happens. So he finally kind of coordinates some things for work to happen. And then that's when we make the audition video. So then George and I make the audition video to get on Bull Run because we've got to send that down. They're kind of pre-screening those things. We get down to L.A. We're there for the day spend some time hanging out, doing whatever. And then that afternoon, they're making decisions. So we're down in the lobby of the hotel, kind of looking around at all the people. Nobody's got any cars there, except everybody's parked in a parking garage. And uh, we're just kind of looking around. And you can kind of tell who's there for the TV show. You know, there's some there's some one dude with wouldn't take his glasses off no matter where he was. He had sunglasses on all the time. Was sporting like a scarf or an ascot. I don't know. I thought, I'm like, that dude can't make it on the show. You got to be kidding me. I'm looking around, sizing up all these people. And I'm thinking like, man, there's a lot of duds. That's firework display. So, you know, we're just kind of being patient, and I'm hanging out until uh, we get our opportunity to go. We go up, and meet with uh, Andy and David, the producers of the show, and I just roll on them like, "Here, guys, there's how going to go down. We're the best." Uh, I, I told him in the in the in the interview, I said, "Go ahead and put zero one on the bus right now because the bus is winning bull run," and David just loved my my assertive aggressive tone and Andy was kind of uh I don't know Andy was Andy didn't like that uh he he didn't care for my for my antics or whatever and so um but David was just like this is perfect man he's like you're you're gonna do great so uh we sit in the audition go through that they come down they notify the teams of who's been selected to be on the show they said okay you're on you're on you're on all these people are on Give us your car keys right now. We're going to take your vehicles tonight. Uh, You can't get anything out of them. They are what they are. And so give us your keys. We're going to take your vehicles. We're going to logo them up tonight. The rally starts at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. So you want to talk about a bundle of nerves, man. I was just like, first, I'm thinking somebody's going to drive my bus. I'm thinking like, man, I, I hope they know how to drive a Volkswagen. You know, all of us that are familiar with driving Volkswagens know that they have their little idiosyncrasies. And so... I'm a little nervous someone's driving my baby, but I don't care. Like, I'm so psyched to be on this show. You can't even understand it. So I, uh, we, we go to bed that night and, uh, George is, George is still kind of bumming out like, man, he's just, you know, he's really concerned about his business and whatnot. So, um, you know, I just said, George, let's just be in the moment, man. I said, we can, you know, we get to do this show. It's going to be cool. Who knows, man, let's just, you know, see how this goes. And so. You know, the next morning we're there, they inform us that, okay, you can't have a cell phone for the whole time you're in the show. And I'm thinking like, what do you mean no cell phone? Like I got a wife and kids at home and I got all this stuff going on and I got a business to run. And they're like, nope, no cell phones for three weeks or you're off the show. Like, what do you want? Because, because technically, so it's not just a TV show, it's also a game show. So with the legalities of game show rules and all that kind of stuff, they really have to be careful about opportunities where people could cheat or whatever if if it relates to the premise of the show so that was one of the reasons why they took cell phones away so people couldn't have uh, you know any kind of means of communication outside of walkie-talkies from our vehicles to chase vehicles and then uh, and then to have uh, communication with you know the outside world or whatever the case was because you're technically on a game show so Uh, you're really sequestered kind of whenever you guys stop, you guys can't break loose and go anywhere or or break off from the crowd. So uh, I remember they're giving us this pre meeting and they're like, well, what if we got to stop and get gas? And I remember uh, Andy says, well, who shows up to a rally with no gas in their car? And so um, it was pretty interesting. They told us no digital devices, no cell phones, no anything, no maps, nothing. If you had to get if you were going to buy a map, you could use an analog map, but you had to buy it on the rally. So, We get in uh and they're kind of hyping the teams up and said okay and they're just kind of giving us you're going to walk into this warehouse you're going to see the cars are all staged and ready to go and then we want you guys to go through and kind of just look at the competition and give us an evaluation now they kept all the contestants apart from each other so that they couldn't start you know making friendships or forming alliances or anything so no one knew anybody at this point so um you know, guys have a tendency to talk a little trash about other vehicles or other brands or, you know, whatever. And uh, so it was interesting. And and, and this David, man, he was just like, oh, this guy, Bill's going to be great. Cause you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty quick witted and I can kind of let it fly pretty quick. And so he's kind of working me up, working me up. And he's like, all right, when you go through these, when you, when you go through this door, Man, I just want you to look at everybody's car and just say what you think. Just, just you know, if you don't like it, say you don't like it. Or if you like it, you know, just, just look at it and kind of evaluate what's going on. So we walk through these plastic. It's like a, a serrated plastic room divider, right? Like you see in a walk-in cooler. So we walk in through these plastic strips into this warehouse. And we're uh, one of the last teams that come in, right? So... All the teams are standing next to their car and I get, I see the boom moving, I see all the stuff and I get a little bit of stage fright. And I kind of get this stupid look on my face. If you watch the intro to the TV show, which I'll post on the website. If you watch the intro, you know, I, I kind of walk in and then I, I think of some things to say and I, and the only thing that comes to mind is I look over at the avalanche and I go, avalanche, what is somebody going fishing over here? And then I look over the bus I said, well, they got the number right on the bus, that's for sure. You know, just get a little bit cocky. And then kind of George and I walk around. It's a little bit awkward. And then we kind of post up by the bus and they cut. And I look over at George and go, man, I blew it. I mean, I should have came in here and just slayed. He goes, dude, don't. You know, George was the voice of reason throughout the whole show. Um, he was like, dude, just chill. Stay calm. You know, don't start talking a bunch of trash. And luckily I didn't because if you watch, if you watch the intro to the show, the Evo guys came in and they just started talking trash about everybody's car. And they played like this kind of circus music in the background because these guys were laying on the ground, looking under the cars and just trying to act like they knew everything about every car and personal valuations. And you did, they they were just, they displayed exactly who they were, which was so funny. And, uh, in hindsight, it was really a good deal that, that, that kind of happened. So, um, so then we're, then, then we're getting posting up, and so then, now we move over to the, the uh, beginning of the rally, and we're all there, and Goldberg's up on this iron rail, and he's like, bull runners, you know, get ready for blah, blah, blah. These are the rules. Here's what's going on. Goes through the whole spiel, and then says, uh, gentlemen, start your engines, and then we're all supposed to run over to the cars and hop in our cars. And I told George, I'm like, dude, every time the bus is on TV, I'm, I mean, I'm smoking tire. I'm going to make this thing look so crazy powerful he's like you better not man he's like you're gonna break this thing i'm like i don't care man the bus has got to look cool and so like we're getting ready to go and it's funny because you get you don't realize the pressure right you think from where you sit at home you think man i could do that i'd be on this i'd do that and then when you're there and you're in it it, everything kind of changes the tempo kind of changes a little bit and then like the pressure sets on you You know, because we're sitting there, you know, George and I were talking the night before and we're like, dude, we made a pact. Like, no matter what, man, no matter what, don't be episode one, guys. No one ever remembers guys on episode one. And so our big thing was like, let's just get through the first episode. I mean, we're outmatched, you know, horsepower-wise if these guys are cheating. And then we found out a bunch of rules behind the scenes that kind of leveled it out. Everybody's supposed to do the speed limit because it's, it's a TV show with the insurance things and all this. You can't be speeding. If you're speeding, you get docked for time and all kinds of other rules we can get into detail later in another podcast if you guys have interest to hear about that stuff um so uh we get to the part where the cars are all staging up and there i mean there's some there's some really really sweet cars there i mean there was uh, there was 12 teams there total if you haven't seen the show and what one of the teams that was there was team camaro my buddy brook phillips out of uh wichita i think he's out of wichita and he had a super nice 69 camaro I mean, this thing was a brand-new car, basically brand-new Dynacorn body. I mean, the whole thing was brand-new, top-to-bottom, brand-new LS3 motor in it. I mean, this thing was decked out. So there were some pretty strong cars. There. Pan- the guys the guys from Pantera were super cool. Uh, they drove the Pantera. Uh, the Porsche guys, they were not bad guys. The Avalanche guys, we, we kind of created an alliance with down the road. The Lexus girls were just two girls driving a Lexus. They were, they were you know, Brooke and Amanda. They were, they were pretty decent Uh um, the guy in the Ferrari was all right. Uh, I mean, really, we didn't have any beef with anybody other than team Evo. And, and that's, that's a, that could be a, a whole other podcast as to why and where that beef started. But at any rate, we get in the cars, we get them all started up and we're getting ready to go. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right now, George, as soon as they hand us that thing, I am laying down some patch in this warehouse. So it's, we're in this warehouse and it's pretty slick concrete. And what we're driving through the exit is we're driving through those plastic stringers, those kind of room dividers. So we go through those things. So the girl comes up, she goes, all right. And then they hand us the ticket and they wave the little checker flag. And I just like sidestep the clutch. Er, they don't even, I don't even think they showed it. I come out of the front of that thing. And I didn't know that there was a dip just on the outside. Like when you're exiting a parking lot and my bus is not super slammed. It's lowered, but it's not super slammed. But I'll tell you what, I hit that dip and I, I bottomed out the bus so hard. I don't know if I drug the front bumper across or whatever, but I mean, I hit it hard and like, I hit it hard and boom, the rally started right then. You want to talk about adrenaline rush, man. It was such a good time. You know, my overall experience with everything from that bull run experience was just, it was three weeks of just nothing but fun. You know, I felt like it felt like, uh, you know, I was just a guy with his car and nothing to do, no mortgage, no, family know anything it was just like within a couple days because no foam no communication no any of that stuff you know just kind of going to your own thing and so um i tell you I, I missed my wife and kids like crazy toward the end of the event i mean it just got to kind of where it was a little long in the tooth but um it was a good show if you haven't seen it um we'll get some feedback from you guys if you guys want to hear some more behind the scenes stuff or just get some more updates on it you can find that on bit it's bull run uh season two and uh, we were Team VW in it. There's some highlights and stuff that are on uh, YouTube and whatnot that I'll put some links to on our website. But overall, the experience, man, was just was, was like nothing else. As far as my favorite experience ever with my car, it was doing bull run. It was just three weeks of driving from hotel to hotel, uh, getting checkpoint cards, trying to figure things out. The drama with the teams, the, the there's so much stuff that you just couldn't that you didn't see on the other side watching from the TV where it was like uh, just a quick example would be if your production team wants to change the tape in your car, they stop your car. They supposedly check your time and, you know, add that time back to your time or whatever. But when when, when you're in a rally and you're even if you're doing the speed limit, but you left, you know, 10 minutes ahead of somebody and then you pulled over to get a tape change or something and then that car passes you that doesn't help but wear on you and then so what it does is it throws the whole thing off so when you pull into the final checkpoint the cars are all there different times because of you know if your camera crew's got to take a a, a break they'll pull over and take a break and you just got to sit there while they pull over and take a break and so they're supposed to be keeping track of all the time and all that stuff and they were mostly a bunch of production assistants out of a film school that they got for probably free or next to nothing and you know they they weren't you know, the last thing you wanted to do was have hinging on $250,000 prize, hinging on the hands of some college kids that were just kind of doing an a intern job or whatever they were doing. So it was super... That was another little mental stress. Like when you got in at the checkpoint at night, you would see three cars that left after you that were there before you checked in. And then there was cars that left before you that you're showing up before. And so the, the whole the whole thing was askew you could never tell there was never being able to tell who came in at what time we were all subjected to the producers time uh, recordings and so just because so many other parameters so that's that that part was really kind of mentally frustrating because you didn't you could never just think like yep we came in first we're the best we're the fastest whatever the case is and so um, there's a there's a lot of little things like that that take place that you're not really aware of but all in all, it was, like I said, the best thing I ever did in my car. I had so much fun. Um, when I got, when we got done with the show, um, you know, all the stickers and everything were on it, and I was going to pull them all off, and George like, dude, you can't. I thought, I'll leave them on for a show season, and then we'll just pull them off. You know, no big deal. And George, George is telling me, you know, he's like, you can't take those off, man. It's the bull run bus now. Like, it's there forever. So one of the things that we did when we, after the show started airing, um, we went to a bunch of the VW shows, went to Kelly park or went to Bugarama in Sacramento, went to the VW classic, went to Fontana. We had a bunch of shows that year and we had a, we had some posters made and you know, the pressure that you feel when you're on that show, that you're the guys that are representing the brand, like we're representing the air cooled VW guys. And so it's like the pressure of that all of a sudden sinks in, you're like, man, we can't look like tool bags on TV. I mean, we got to be like, we got to look like we're representing the guys, like all of us. So a little bit of pressure, but it was uh, well worth it. I mean, it was, it, I think we did a fairly decent job representing the VW air-cooled community. Um, the The final standings in the, in the event were pretty cool. If you don't know what happened at the end, try to see if you could watch the episodes. They're good to watch. If not, you guys have any interest in hearing more about Bull Run. We could always do something like that down the road. Um, it was a great event. It was a great time. Uh, you know, I had three weeks with my brother where we just kind of took, took a road trip and our hotels were paid for and it was just drive, drive, drive and, uh, and try to outsmart the other teams. And it was a, it was a great experience overall. Um, when we went to all those car shows, we had a bunch of posters made and we handed out posters just, just, just for fun. Just like, hey, we're representing the community. Here's a bunch of posters with some behind the scenes footage that we had. Um, and Team Solstice helped us make those make those posters. And so uh, we just kind of handed out free posters to people and just kind of hung out. And then what got weird is after the show, people wanted our autographs. They wanted our pictures and stuff. And, I, and it, was, it was super awkward at first, you know It was like, I mean, it was, it's still awkward if people want that, but you know, it was kind of like, well, you know, we weren't super hyped to do it, but we did it. You know, I mean, like, what do you say when someone's like, hey, man, can I get, can my kid get his picture with you? And can you sign the poster? And we're just like, we're just handing out free posters. Like, we're nobody. We're, we're the same guys. We're the same as you guys. You know, we're all the same guys there. So, but it was cool. We got to represent the VW community, got to, you know, kind of give back. And the bus, <clears throat> the bus became the, uh, the bull run bus, you know, now so like from now and forever to always be the bull run bus, and uh, it's kind of stuck with me now, and so I can't, I can't, as much as I'd love to take the graphics off, I'd love to completely redo the bull run bus, but it is the bull run bus, so it's got to be left the way it is. So that is the bull run story in a nutshell. I don't want to spoil it for you guys if you haven't seen it. It's fun to watch, it's fun to check out. If you guys do, like I said, if you guys have any more questions that you have on it. Feel free to comment in the section below or also let us know what, uh, what questions you have that you'd like answered. So thanks for listening to Let's Talk Dubs. Make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast and you go to our YouTube page and you follow, like, and subscribe. We appreciate your support. And next episode will be coming out in about a week from now. So I hope you guys are enjoying the episodes. Again, Make sure you check out the website, letstalkdubs.com and our Facebook page, as well as our YouTube and Instagram at letstalkdubs.com.